0: Hi, everybody. Welcome to the AUKUS podcast. I'm Cherish Santoshi and today I have Gustavo with me. Um, Gustavo has recently worked on uh, the SDK releases for Conductor. So we're here to discuss more about the same and also understand Gustavo's thought process and journey while building the same. Gustavo, uh, before we begin, I'd love to know more about you and I'm sure everybody listening would also like to know you personally. So do you want to introduce yourself a little, please?
1: Okay, nice to meet you all. Thanks for the time here. Uh, I'm Gustavo. Nice to meet you. Uh, I joined Arcis recently by the start of this year, uh, so it's about some months. Uh, and I've been I have been working with the conductor SDK. Uh, just some curiosities. I'm from Brazil, living in Florianopolis, which is kind of a very beautiful island. Uh, and well, in my spare time, I like to cook, uh, play some guitar, and do some code, uh, expecting that it works sometimes. So uh, this is just a short introduction of myself. And well, let's begin this.
0: Awesome. That's that's great. That's that's pretty fun. Um, <laughs> so anybody who is listening in for the first time, and they have no idea what Conductor is about, right? Uh, how would you go about it, explaining this to somebody who's just you know dipping their toes?
1: Okay, uh, I would start defining what is conductor and what is it's capable of doing. So in general, conductor is a platform where you would like to host your workflows. So before that, we need to define what the workflow is. So imagine that everything that you would like to re- execute that may have some steps. Uh, it may have it may be running in parallel or it may be running, uh, in sequence. So. Each thing that you can define some steps may be a workflow. So I like using examples of cooking. So imagine that you would like to cook a recipe. For sure, you may have a workflow, which is kind of building uh, binding ingredients, then separating them, cooking each part, uh, split it and then joining everything together. So uh, imagine that Conductor is a place where you can put all the recipes that you may have created and somehow each step of the recipe may be executed by someone. So this is where you will be running on your machine using an SDK. So the SDK would be like a tool to help you to use conductor. So each time that you may have created a workflow, you may have it's the same as creating a recipe, and you will do you go will, you will go to the conductor itself and define what is the the recipe that you want and what, how is the each step of the recipe, how you are going to build this. So after you define all of these, you may be able to execute as many recipes as you need. And it should be uh, very easy for you to onboard into that.
0: That's, that's great. I, I really like the analogy. And I think like cooking is a good mm-hmm. example because a lot of things are, you know, sometimes required to run in sequence, sometimes parallel. Sometimes things need to wait to terminate. So yeah, I, I see it. Um, but like, how how does it, how does it help a developer? Like, what changes in their life if they were to use to like a tool like Conductor?
1: Uh, okay. If you don't have Conductor, you have to set up everything by yourself. So imagine you have a bunch of microservices, which may seem like a a mm-hmm. mess. So you have like a host communicating with the other, and somehow it goes up, goes down. So the conductor itself, it's a platform where you won't have any issues, uh, to handle the workflows. You will just create it. it will run across multiple cloud. So it should be very reliable and very easy for you to use. So instead of wasting much more time with devops and setting up everything that you would like to have in your application, you just have to define what is your test that you are trying to run mm-hmm. and actually implementing the code that is capable of running this so now you may have been thinking about how can i connect all the dots so imagine that you already have a working code for a function that you would like to use let's say cooking rice your code is capable of cooking rice Mm -hmm. Uh, now you must define at the conductor itself what is the the recipe that will consume rice and what is the step that will, will actually cook the rice and then you will do this in your computer so After you created the code, uh, you may have to onboard into our our SDK, so you must choose one of the language that we already support. So Netflix started with the Java one, which is kind of everything related to conductor and Netflix may be related to Java, Mm -hmm. but they already have some sketches of what may be a good Go client or Python client, so my job was to make them look a little bit more better. Uh, and also much more performance-related, uh, much more easier to onboard. So yeah. imagine that you already know what you are you would like to run in Conductor. You may just develop your code uh, using our SDK templates and examples. So after that, you may have two options to run, which is get the Conductor up and running on your machine or mm-hmm. just using our Arcus Playground, which is yeah. kind of easier for you. So, oh, wow. but for using the Playground, you may have to create an account, which is pretty easily you can do with your Google account and just provide the access key to your, your code. So everything should be pretty explained on the readme. So we have like a organization at GitHub, which will consist of all the repositories linked to SDK and if you find your language of choice you will find a readme which have all the instructions for you to onboard into that
0: yeah which reminds me i i think like um uh, you know very well explained by the way and I, and I think like i understand where you're coming from also you mentioned that netflix started with java sdks right so so the ones that you've created on what are those what languages do they support okay uh
1: previously we will was- would mostly use Java. Mm -hmm. I work with the Python and the Golang. Uh, We also have the .NET and JavaScript uh, Mm SDKs. And for sure, we are also working on getting more language supported. So Mm -hmm. feedback from the community on what requests would you like to hear? (coughs) And well, for sure, the code is open for public to see. And also we would like to receive many recommendations on what to improve current sdks and new sdks to be done
0: yeah fair point okay so i uh, so you, you were about to mention a few languages right you mentioned a uh, go uh, uh, closure c sharp node have i missed anything
1: uh, i don't think so we currently have go python java closure C-sharp node. Yeah. Uh, well, there are some tricks So, for example, I have done the Python, which have some communication with C and C++. Mm-hmm. And I personally really like C++ because of my competitive programming background. And, and well, if you somehow would like to have a bunch of tasks that can be executed with a C++ function, it for sure may be the best performance that you can get. But you have to deal with the Python engine in the background. So we may be thinking about developing a c plus uh, plus uh, s d k in the future, but you can use the Python one to handle all the the workers that you are going to run in your machine. So each worker is kind of responsible for executing a test, so you will define like cooking rice, so this worker is only responsible for cooking rice. It will keep like uh, is there any rice being requested to be cooked or not? So uh, each time that someone requests one, this worker will try to get these request, uh, execute the task and return the response. So it should be as easy as that. Uh, and well, if you think about this, also the Golang may be able to communicate with C++. I need to check that uh but uh thinking about performance i think the Go sdk is probably the the best one Mm -hmm. but somehow you may think oh go is a little bit trickier to code i'm not sure so maybe going with the python one uh, imagine that you would just like to onboard into quarter uh get the look and feel uh and just do a prototype python more easier for you to onboard so i think it's uh they, they go to if you just would like to, to test if it's uh, good or not.
0: Understood. Makes sense. Um, so while developing these SDKs, I'm, I'm sure like you had to probably make a lot of trade-offs when it came to features. Um, so how, wh- how did you prioritize that, uh, those? right? Like uh, how, how did you decide like this is something that we need in the first ship, um, and then uh-huh. how did you categorize the features and what's what's in the pipeline what's to what's something that we can see in future?
1: Uh-huh. Uh, well, first things first, we would like to have all the SDKs to be virtually the same. So they all have the same features and the same architecture uh, but in practice they may have some nuances between each other. So. Uh, what is the key feature that I think it's uh, the goal of an SDK? So you must be able to define a worker. You must be able to pull for a task of this worker. You must be able to execute the task and generate uh, and update this task at the conductor platform. So this is the basic. uh, And also we would like to run as many as these in parallel as possible. So imagine that you have a very powerful machine and would like to run like, uh, ten simultaneous uh, workers, so uh, the goal would be to run each of them in a single in, in a separate thread, but some language does not support that very easily so for example, in Python, I had to choose uh, multiprocessing instead of multi-threading because you have like a global interpreter lock which doesn't allow two threads to run in parallel yeah. so this is a choice that was made to, just to be a little bit more simpler so if you spawn like 10 workers, it will have a different process for each worker, which will run independently. And then the main, uh, the main process will take care of all the other ones. Uh, but for example, in Go, we use the Go routines, which are pretty similar to threads. So uh, it's much more performatic and much more easier to handle. So depends, each language may have its nuances and some some are good at some point, Some are better. Uh, some are worse than the others. Uh, also, we try to use a tool which is the Swagger code generator. Mm-hmm. Uh, imagine that you already have the conductor API, which have a list of many actions that you can execute, like uh, create a workflow, uh, delete a workflow, start a workflow. You may have a list of these. So. Instead of going for each language and implementing by hand each of these connections, uh, we use the Swagger code generator, which will just take a look at the JSON definition of the Swagger conductor and create all the code for us. So our goal is to have like an HTTP model for each SDK, which will be automatically generated from the Swagger code generator. So this should save us a ton of time which was previously spent on implementing each of these API calls. Mm. Uh, I think these are the the tricks that I use it from the top of my mind.
0: Got it. Okay, so um, for let's say for Python SDK, and you mentioned like every SDK is virtually the same, right? Like if somebody has to jump from one language to another, it, they shouldn't face a lot of difference. Um, my question to you is, let's say, uh, somebody is trying to onboard uh, a Python SDK. Uh, how, how, did, like, how do they do it, right? Like what's, what are some steps that they can use or like follow to actually onboard an SDK and start working and create the first workflow?
1: Okay. Uh, the first thing I would recommend is going to the actual repository, which should be inside github.com uh slash conductor sdk slash the name of the the language that you are trying to use so this case would be like conductor python and probably you will have like a five minutes onboarding guide which will consist of probably making sure that you already have the language installed uh downloading the package and some examples of a worker and a main function that you should be running so for python example you would do something like pip install conductor python and you will probably get the model already installed in your machine. So you just need to import the right things and uh, connect the dots. So the the readme already shows some examples for you to get up and running. Mm. And for sure, we may have forgot about some details and the community can bring us some feedback. Uh, Since the code code is open, uh, anybody's free to open some PRs for us. You can just go to the repository, make a form, uh, get changes that you need on your repository and make us a WordPress after. So we are looking forward to these recommendations and changes. Uh, I personally am not the best developer at Python or Go, So I think somebody at the community can for sure help us bring more uh, content to the SDK. Uh, and also we plan on having more CI, CD pipelines in order to make these contributions a little bit more faster Otherwise, we would have to clone the repository in our machine and test everything by hand. So this is kind of uh, in our head radar for the next few weeks.
0: Got it. Yeah, I I, I think that you got <clears throat> something which is which is kind of pertinent to why we're doing this. Also, um, I, I do feel like every product kind of uh, gets better when the community gets involved because, um the mm-hmm. users are part owners of the group, of the product and they're actually making sure where the product is going in the direction that they really want to use i think it comes out much more um, productive and you know nice and overall robust right um, so that being said i i understand mm-hmm. like community can contribute towards the product using github um, any particular or like any few uh, issues that you have in mind that uh, community should be looking at or is it just like something that they can report whenever something breaks, fails, or, or like a UI UX improvement, things like mm-hmm.
1: that? Uh, I think we need to get it a little bit more clear. Uh, uh, it's not defined yet so things uh, get uh, working like this. We don't define everything from the start. So we probably should see where is the best place for us to uh, uh, focus all the issues. So. Today, I will probably recommend someone to just create an issue at the repository. So we will have uh, to be able to read that and try to fix the, the, the bug. Uh, otherwise, the community is free to use any tool that they think that might be applicable. Uh, just try to make sure that we are able to read your suggestions because otherwise we'll be kind of lost in the internet. So we are eager to hear from the community. So please don't, don't hesitate on asking us uh let me see if i have any more addition i think for now no
0: okay good okay so just to reiterate right if they have to um make any suggestions they can go to the org called conductor sdk and then pick out the uh mm-hmm. repositories uh of the language that they want to support and actually help us mm-hmm. make and then raise accordingly right um, and and i also you also mentioned briefly about yeah, great. Uh, you also mentioned briefly about using playground right so for people who are just uh, interested about conductor i want to explore that they can go to um, uh, what was the url where, where can they go
1: uh, sorry i didn't hear your question i was you could you repeat it please
0: yeah no problem so <clears throat> I think the um, what I was mentioning is that when the community wants to explore the product, right, before they actually go and make contributions, um, they have a playground to play with, right? Um, mm-hmm. Can you mention how can they access that and what are a few things that they can experiment with when they have playground?
1: Okay, uh, one of the options is getting the conductor on your machine, which may be easy for you to onboard, but some features might be a little bit outdated. So using the playground is kind of the goal too. Uh, Mm -hmm. You just have to log in into your account and probably you will see like an applications tab. So you must provide uh, authorization for your account to access all your workflows and Mm tasks. So imagine that I have just created a recipe and I would like to show to the world this recipe. So I will go to the conductor platform, uh, create a workflow, and create some tasks related to this recipe. So I will just uh, create, start by creating uh, what is uh, the rice that I'm trying to cook? Uh, what are the ingredients? And defining all of these in the conductor uh, playground. Uh, after that, I may need to provide access for all these uh, things that I have just created. And then I will choose some language of choice, uh, probably Python, which since it's easier for you to onboard, mm-hmm. uh, and then I will be able to create like a prototype of what is ex- actually, how does it look like to run uh, from your machine? So you will define the code in your machine uh, after installing the, the the package from Python index. Uh, then if you just follow the readme, you may be able to have like a, a main function with some worker implemented and it will just keep running. Like you define a polling interval, you define uh, what is the expected output. So it will just keep like uh, searching. Is there any task of this type uh, ready to be executed or not? So is it waiting in the queue or not? And after you execute it, the code itself will update the task and it will be done. So using the Arcus playground may have like a very beautiful UI. Uh, it's the most recent features that I think we have available for the community. Uh, and also it's more easier for you to onboard since you don't have to get the conductor up and running on your machine.
0: That's true. Yeah. And I think it, that that's like a primary time saver for sure. Yeah, I agree. Great. I think, uh, th- those are all the questions that I had, uh, Gustavo and I think thank, uh, I want to thank you for actually taking all the time and answering. Uh, these and uh, great. So, for anybody who's trying to experiment with uh, Conductor, you can go to play.orgus.io and check out the uh, organization co- on GitHub called Conductor SDKs to actually find out the language that you want to work with when you uh, download a Conductor and running your workers and workflows. Uh, thanks to Savo for taking the time and helping everybody. I, I hope you had fun, and uh, I'm sure a lot of people will come and contribute towards Conductor as you intended.
1: Okay, for sure. It was pretty good to came here. I'm just a standard software developer, so it's the first time trying to make these kind of things, uh, podcasts and recordings. So hope that the community can also give some feedback on how to improve on that. <laughs> Otherwise, we will be very happy if you have some contributions with the SDK. So thanks, folks.
0: Cool. <laughs> you did great, but thanks, everybody. Thanks, anybody who, who was listening in, and uh, we look forward to more of your contributions and suggestions. Thanks.